Thank you all for tuning in to Man in the Mirror. Here's the next episode, Above and Beyond, The Power of Repetition. Thank you for tuning in to Generations Restored. This is Quentin, and today we are discussing Above and Beyond, The Power of Repetition. As a former athlete, I was told that practice makes perfect. In some cases, that's true, and in others, that's not. Simply due to sometimes you're not the biggest and the baddest in the room, and you need to be humbled, and you need to sit down somewhere, and you need to learn from the master. Uh, Practice can elevate your game, but constant repetitions are what make you superior. That's something that I learned straight in high school, Um, As a sophomore on the football team, I was a starter. Um, I had the ability and the privilege to play with some very good people, uh, some very good athletes. And, you know, I knew that I was not ready. I was undersized. Um, I was probably probably the main thing on the scouting report, go with him each and every time. And I would not blame a coach for doing that because I was timid, shy. Um, I I acted like I I couldn't man up for nothing. And, you know, I look back at that and I'm like, man, I had the opportunity to 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 get my cousin to the to the playoffs and um, I failed, but I didn't fail. I just did not have any experience. And, I, you know, I can't hold myself to that because I was my first time ever playing uh, with this group of guys. And, you know, and I was just learning a lot. But as I continue, you know, I didn't understand that practicing, you know, with these guys would make me better. Um, and, and in some cases it did, in some cases it didn't. Um, as a sophomore, I, I relied heavily on my skill set and my athleticism. Didn't know that, you know, you needed to practice hard in order to be the best player you can be. I, I think I, and I think, and not even think, I know that I took that for granted. Um, as time progressed, I, uh, as time progressed throughout high school from being a scrawny sophomore to progressing to senior year, being a captain, being, uh, you know, being a little bit bigger, understanding my role a lot better, um, having that fire and desire to go to the playoffs, to, to be one of the best teams in the state of Texas, you know, all that, although none of that happened, did not go to the playoffs, and we were not <laughs> one of the best teams in Texas. We were probably one of the worst. But beyond that, you know, throughout that time and, th- and throughout those periods, I gained a lot of a lot of wisdom, um, insight, and, you know, just good feedback from uh, from coaches and former players on what it took for me in order to advance to the next level and take my game to the next level. So, you know, talking to them, you know, like, hey, Q, what you need to do, you know, you need to get in the weight room. You need to be, you know, you need to you need to do this. You need to do that. Um, you need to get your rest. You need to eat like this. They will provide me all these different things, um, you know, and one of the most important things that I learned that I learned and that that still, you know, with me is with me today. It's something they said. They said, practice hard, but take your reps even harder. That like, man, you you don't understand. Like that right there was wisdom in itself. Like you can practice as hard as you want at something and you still you will still never be the best at it. You will still never be the best at it. You can practice as long, as hard as you want. But if your heart if your mindset and if your focus is not on every single rep, if you're not taking every single rep serious, why are you doing it? 
Like, why? Like, why are you doing it? The power of repetition. Like, if you put your focus, your mindset, you get your mind focused and set on something, and you bring consistency behind that throughout every play and every rep, let me tell you something. You can do whatever it takes. You can do you can do whatever. Um, and, and, you know, in practice, I would see my teammates miss blocking assignments, and, and you know, I would see my cousins and, and you know, other wideouts or wide receivers drop passes. And, you know, when you drop a pass, you know, you have to run or you have to do push-ups or something. You know, it, it didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense. My coach would have us out there doing up-downs for missing a blocking assignment. And on Friday night, we missed the same blocking assignment. And I'm like, so we're not going to do up-downs now? But you're going to make me do them in practice. You tired me out before before the game. But <laughs> I'm joking. But beyond that, you know, seeing them do that, you know, it resulted in us, again, doing up-downs, running, or, you know, even being cussed out. You know, you ain't even my daddy. You're not even my daddy. And you, you, you cussing me out. Boy, you better go somewhere. Like, for real, for real. I, back in high school, I would not say what I would say now. But, you know, but, man, um, but yeah, being cursed out was crazy. You know, as life progressed and, um, you know, I think about, you know, back in high school, just those moments and just that saying, practice hard, but take your reps. Take your reps and, and do your reps even harder. Take them serious. Don't lollygag. Don't, you know, don't sit on something and be like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to just rely on my athleticism. I'm going to rely on this. I'm going I'm to rely on what I learned. Because what you learn may not always get you through. What you were taught as a kid, what you were taught as a kid may not be what is going to propel your kid. May not be what is going to help your future. Please listen to me. What you're taught or what you learn as a kid is not and may not be the best thing to pass on to your kid. Everybody's different. Everybody's motive's different. Everybody's different. But if you're given a task, if you pass that task on to your kid or, or to someone else, don't put the same expectations that your parents put on you. Let them know and you tell them, practice hard, do your best, but take your rep serious. Take the opportunity serious before you. I cannot do it for you. If I could, I would not be in the situation I'm in now. You know what I mean? And that's the truth. If I would have yielded to someone's advice or, you know, taken someone's advice and done that, I wouldn't be here. And that's the crazy thing. Like we sit back, we we sit back and we don't listen to the little nuggets that people provide us and the advice that people provide us because we know it all. Quentin, I feel like I know all, know it all and I don't. I am I'm young and I still have a whole lot of maturing and growing up to do. Trust me. And if I put that to practice and I do my reps hard, I would not be I would not be in the situation of telling you, hey, being transparent about the issues in which I face. So, you know, again, as life has progressed, I just think back sometimes, you know, that I've had those teammates that miss those blocking assignments. When I miss blocking assignments, I had those times when, you know, my cousin or my friends would drop passes and, you know, they get in trouble. But it, it brings me to today. Dropping the ball. As an adult, as a man, I have dropped the ball so many times with my family. I've probably missed so many opportunities to grow in my life. Uh, 
in which I have allowed myself to be bound by something such as, you know, me over talking, me not listening, me not me not taking criticism. You know what I mean? Not taking it too well like that. That has handicapped me. I dropped the ball. I said something out of my mouth that I didn't follow through with. I didn't follow through with the plan that I made for the day because I got upset, because I could not control my anger. I could not control my tongue. I could not control, you know, the things around me. I just could not control it. Therefore, I gave up and I dropped the ball. Have you ever dropped the ball? Have you ever missed a blocking assignment? You know, the big thing, have you ever made a promise that you swore to keep and you didn't? You know, growing up, something that I battle and something that I face. Growing up as a kid, I was always told on the weekends, my dad, and again, my dad's going to be on this show, but back in the day, my dad would say, hey, son, I'm on my way to pick you up. I would sit outside for hours in the East Texas heat awaiting my father, and he never showed up. Never. And, um, and you know, to this day, like, dang, man, that truly hurt. Those are a lot of missed opportunities in which I was promised and never got. And I'm not going to sit there and say that my dad never came and got me because he did. He sometimes came and got me. But it was at times my dad was intoxicated, doing illegal things in which I saw my dad do. And some things I, I, I wish, you know, I could take back and be like, dang, I wish I was not picked up that day. But you know what? Life is going on and life continues. And, you know, for me, I look at my daughter each and every day. And there have been times I tell my daughter... Hey, um, I'm going to take you outside. 20 minutes later, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to take you outside. And she looks at me like, man, my daddy can't keep the truth. And as I sit down in the evening, I look back and I'm like, man, that generational thing, that generational mindset, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to do it. Drop the ball. (laughs) I dropped the ball and I cannot tell you how many countless times I've done that. I'm not super daddy. I'm not, I'm not that. And I, and I, and I dislike that about myself because I'm such a joyful person. I want to have fun. I want to be able to loop people in. I'm loving. I feel like I'm kind. But in the midst of that, I feel like I lost myself. And I can't, and I cannot solely blame my father, but I know that's something that's in my genes because it's just not on my dad's side. It's on my, it's on my, it's on my mom's side as well. You say something out your mouth and you don't follow through with it. Lack of consistency, lack of drive, lack of accountability. That's all those things. Have you ever tried to go back and and pick up the ball? Have you ever tried to go back and be like, hey, listen, 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 listen. I'm so sorry about that. I, I should have done better. I, I should have taken you and it's regret. For me, I live with that so much. It's like, man, if I would have just went and played with my daughter, maybe the trajectory of my day would have been a whole lot better. If I would have taken her for that walk, if I would have got her that piece of candy, if I would have twisted her hair and played Barbies, I would have played with Ken, whatever it may have been, would it have transformed? For me with my wife, man, there's a lot of different things. And I applaud all women that put up with men such as myself that, for me, I have a hard time at times with consistency. Um, that's something that I was not bred, bred upon when I, I didn't. I, 
to see consistency, man, is to see someone such as my father-in-law, very consistent guy. Thank God for him. And, you know, I, I try to push myself to be like him. But at the end of the day, there's no other person that will ever be like Elroy. Nobody. And, you know, he's he's truly a gem. And, you know, as imperfect as he is, he just is very consistent with what he does. And, you know, for me, I'm just not. And and I, and I look at my wife and I'm like, I look at my daughter, like the lack of consistency that I have in my life, you know, my biggest prayer is that it doesn't trickle down to my daughter because she's so awesome. And I'm so thankful for my wife because my wife is the person that's like, if she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it. And she stands on it. And my daughter pays a lot of attention to her mother, but she also sees me. She also sees daddy. And that's one of the things that I'm struggling with right now and that I admit to everybody is that quitting is inconsistent. Quinn can tell you something and not do it. Maybe not at all thought of like, oh, he just didn't do it because he didn't want to. No, sometimes Quentin is overthinking. Sometimes Quentin thinking too much. Sometimes he has a lot on his plate. But that is no excuse, and there is no excuse for me to drop the ball. There's no excuse. For each and everybody that's listening, for the person that's like, hey, I'm going to do this for you, and you don't do it, you drop the ball. For you telling somebody that you're going to help them in a system with something and you don't do it, you drop the ball. For you to tell your kids that you're not going to do something again or you're not going to pop them, whoop them, or, you know, treat them with disrespect again, drop the ball. For you to look at your wife in her face and say, I did something and I didn't, you drop the ball, Quentin. For you to continue moving on and moving forward in life, you know, to do something better. And you're like, I'm going to get it right this time. You drop the ball. For me, that is negative repetition. You're repeating it over and over and over again. The power of repetition. Let me tell you again. Repeating those things for people to continue to see those, such as your children or your spouse, it breaks. It breaks a relationship. It beats it down. Um, it makes it harder to. I don't want to just say harder to forgive, but it's harder to forget. Because they're so used to seeing you do something and 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 you haven't you haven't followed through with it. Trust me, I'm there. I've been there. The power of negative repetition. You can beat someone down so much, lying and, and being dishonest, you don't even see it. You continue to go back and apologize and ask for forgiveness and which it should be given to you. But at the end of the day, that individual does not forget. The power of negative repetition. It can damage you. It, can, it, it, it won't just damage you, it'll, it'll damage your future. Not just your child, but your children's children's children. They're going to go through that. They're going to get to a point in their life, they're going to be like, you know what? Forget it. It's something that they're just going to, they're just going to, I'm just going to do it. They're just going to uh, forgive me for it. That's not it. That's complacency. You're letting it sit in. You're letting it. You're letting it sit there, and you're letting it manifest into something bigger than it than it should be. The power of negative repetition. How easy is dropping the ball? Have you ever dropped the ball? Have you told someone in your life that you do something and you didn't? Whether you forgot. 
have a bad memory, or didn't even feel compelled to follow through, you dropped the ball. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to take that little break. We are back with Generations Restored. This is Quentin, and we're still on the topic, above and beyond the power of repetition. Um, As we transition from negative repetition to positive repetition, the biggest thing is for those that have dropped the ball to pick the ball back up. It doesn't matter if you fumble the ball, you drop the ball, you miss the pass, you miss the blocking assignment, get back on the horse, no matter how many times it takes. you've, You've already caused the damage. You've caused the damage, but what are you gonna do to fix the damage? Are you gonna put the work in to fix the damage? This is all about positive repetition, doing whatever it takes, having that WIT attitude, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. For me, it's saying, God, you know what, God, I have messed up and I have dropped the ball on so many occasions. But God, I ask right now that you give me the ability to make it up no matter how long it takes, no matter what I have to do, no matter how far I have to go. God, I ask that you allow that person to see the good in me, the willingness in me. The, the the ability to, to do this rep over and over and over again to get it right instead of do it wrong. God, I need you. When you pick that ball up, don't get into don't get into a back and forth match like, oh, I got this myself. Because I got this myself, got you into the situation of dropping the ball. Because you think and you believe in your own head and your heart that I can do all things through myself, and that's false false belief. As a man, I'm going to fail each and every day, but with God's grace and mercy, I still may fail. But you know what? It's going to be a better outcome than me trusting on my own strength. So when you pick that ball up, you look up to God and like, God, listen, man, I'm going to need some, uh, I'm going to need some blockers in front of me because guess what? I'm going to catch the ball and I'm going to get a touchdown, but I'm only going to get the touchdown through you. Only through you. Because every time I try to do it myself, I drop the ball. Or God, every time I try to block this person or block this certain spirit, I miss the blocking assignment and they attack. They continue to attack my family. They continue to attack my my people. But you know what? Picking up that ball, all you got to do is call on God. Trust me. I'm in the midst of doing that right now. Devotionals, prayer, mentorships. I'm seeking it all because God has given me the opportunity to do so. Because I'm picking the ball up. Like I told y'all, man, I've dropped the ball so many times through inconsistency, through through not telling the truth, through not following through. I've dropped the ball. But you know what? I decided, I said, listen, God, I'm on my knees. I'm praying. I'm praying that my wife and my daughter and my family see this boy done changed. He done picked the ball up. He running full speed, pads on, head up, not looking back. moving he's grooving he's it's a, it's a new it's a new pep in his step he's doing something different he's changed the way he's talked he's changed the way he's listened he's doing it there's nothing else that I can do as a man than to give everything I can and through and, and give it through God I can't I can only do so much in my own will and my own power but picking up that ball is what I'm going to do through God. First of all, the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that we can do 
um, as men, when picking up the ball, is developing consistency. Consistency is the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way or always happening in a similar way. That means no matter what, we do the same thing over and over and over again. Every repetition that we take should be consistent. Your hands should be in the right place. Your feet should be in the right place. Your tone of voice should be in the right place. Everything should be consistent. When you're consistent, there is nothing that can stop you. The devil cannot even stop you without, without oh my goodness, he, he's consistent. Because at the end of the day, through consistency, you know where the devil is going to try and attack you at. Because God has given you that wisdom and that vision. He's provided that for you. Consistency is the key to positive repetitions. Carrying something out over and over again. For me, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. There was a football game. I go back to my senior year. I practiced a bucket step each and every single day because I was facing one of my friends. He talked a lot of trash, a lot of jabber, a lot of gibberish. He wanted to keep talking. Oh, man, we're going to beat y'all. We're going to beat y'all like we did last year. All right? Listen, man, I'm going to tell you this much. I'm going to take that bucket step and I'm going to knock your lights out. So the game comes. Friday night comes. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I'm tearing the field up. I'm everywhere, quarterback, stripping balls, everything. I'm going crazy, but it came down to a play. Where the talking, yeah, all that talking, yeah, yeah, we here now. Hey, Q, I need you in, sub in. <laughs> all right, what play we running, coach? 36 kick. Boy, you better not. Who do I see on the end of the line who I, who I have to block? My friend. Down, said, hut. I take my bucket step to the right and I go as fast as I can and I pop my friend. I took him out the game. He did not come back in. Truth, telling the truth, he did not come back in. But through that, throughout that week, I listened to my coaches and I remember that saying practice hard. But take your reps serious. Take your reps even harder. You know what? I put my feet on faith that day. I said, you know what, God? It's either going to be me or my brother. But my brother got to go down today. He's got to go down. I have to win this game. This game is important to me. And to God be the glory, we won that game. But again, in the midst of all that, in the midst of all that, just to say, man, I put my feet on faith. I was consistent throughout the week. Each and every time I did that rep, I was consistent. I knew where my, my feet already knew where they were going when I took the bucket step. When I when I entered the game, my feet, my hands knew where to go because I was consistent throughout the week. I took the rep serious. I took the repetition serious. And boom. For me, talking to myself, if I were able to look back my senior year in high school and apply it to my life, if I was able to do that, 
I would not be where I'm at today. I would not be in the situation. And I'm not saying I'm in terrible situations. But for me, I live and I sit in these moments like I could have taken my daughter to the park. I could have taken her for a walk. I could have allowed her to just take her scooter. But in some instances, me being bullheaded, not wanting to listen in my own mind, I, I dropped the ball. Simple as that. But each and every day, I try and pick up the ball because I have the ability to sit down, read my word, and God chastises me and tells me what I've done wrong. And it's like, man, the little minute things that you do can turn to big things for your future. That's a word for somebody. The little minute details that we miss throughout the day with our kids, our spouse, or whomever, even ourselves, can turn into big, big things in the future. Not just saying with your kids, but with your children's children. What you face today, your kid may not face because, hey, they may not be picking up on it. God may be like, you know what? Nah, 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 nah. It's not going to go to your daughter or your son. It's going to go to their children's children. And they're going to face it and they're going to battle it. So in the midst of all that, picking up the ball, develop consistency. Do the same thing over and over and over and over again until you're like, you know what, God, I've done it. I've done it. I think I have a hold on it. But I ask God that you continue to push me, motivate me, and to continue to build upon this consistency that I've built so far. And through that, I ask that you allow my family, my friends, those to see that around me. That I have developed that. Alrighty, so what do we do with consistency? We develop a plan of action. You develop a plan for the addiction you have to, to, to lust, to alcohol, to sex, to drugs. You develop a plan of action. That's what the counselors make you do. Why can't you do it yourself? Why can't you develop a plan to be consistent? and a plan that you're able to replicate each and every day to make you a better human being. Why can't you? Develop a plan. Identify the desired outcome that you want. You have to put in your head and on your heart each and every day. I no longer want to be addicted to such and such. I want to break the curse in which bounds me so that my kids, kids, my kids, 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 don't have to be like I struggle with the same thing that my that my curse that what I'm what I have been bound by so long that I learned and I and I and and I chose to keep does not affect my future my legacy. Identify the big why or the purpose behind your desired outcome. Why are you doing it? Don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm just doing it, you know, to be better for myself. I want to be a better man. I want to be I want to be better for I want to be a better woman. Hmm. You should have asked yourself that a while ago. Now that you got kids, your kids are seeing you do the same thing you did when you were 18. That's a word. Your kids are seeing you do the same thing that your parents did to you that you hated. The same way you talk to them, Quentin. The same way you don't listen, Quentin. It's crazy 
is crazy. What is your why? What is your purpose? What What are you doing it for? It can't be for your kids. It can't. It can't always be. You know. And I, let me let me let me rephrase that. Let me go back on that. It should, in a sense, be for your kids. It should be for yourself. But ultimately, it's for your legacy. The people that are way after you. The people that will be born when you're in the ground. That's your why. Of course, you do it for your children today. But you do it for their children's children. So that you leave a blueprint like, oh man, my granddaddy, my granddaddy was addicted to this. Mom or dad, how did he how did he overcome that? For one, he overcame it because God, God took him from his dirt and his his disgust and and from the low place and elevated him. Put him around people that 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 held him accountable, gave him a spouse that believed in him and told him what he was doing wrong, gave him ears to hear the criticism and not be defensive. Mm. That's a word for somebody right there. The reason why we can't propel and be better in our lives is because we get too defensive, Quentin. Because we're always on the defense, Quentin. If you take a moment to just sit back, listen, and understand something, you don't have to be defensive. You just don't. You don't. You don't have to take offense to everything and every word that's told or said to you, Quentin. But you know what? That's why God gives us the ability to sit there in our own mess. He puts it on HDTV for us, sit there and look at it like, man, I'm a pitiful person. But getting back to the to the truth, that's why your granddaddy did what he did. He developed the plan. He he took it head on. He was like, you know what? I'm going to be transparent about this. I'm going to write it down. Granddaddy dealt with this. So this is what granddaddy did. Granddaddy admitted that he had the issue. Granddaddy put down why why are why is the reason what's the reason for me what what's a what's a reason for me to for, for me to put this down he, he he came to the conclusion of that he identified his why because you were his why because you're his legacy because he knew that though he he dealt with it there may be someone along the line that may deal with the same thing so he put it in writing or you know he left a recording he left something to help. A lot of us get caught in the web of I'm doing doing this to be clean. No, you're doing it for your future. Why? Because the curses of man follow him and his legacies for generations to come. It may not hit your daughter, but can hit your grandchild. Therefore, if your grandchild struggles, just like I just said, if they struggle, they're able to go to a blueprint. Like, man, my granddaddy dealt with this. He, he dealt with depression. So what did he do? He wrote everything that was bogging his, bogging his mind down. He took it to God in prayer. God told him, listen, son, I've created counselors. I've created, I've created positions and abilities for you to go through your job and get assistance. I've created pastors. I've created people in real life for you to go out and tell them what's going on in your life. No, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. And in that midst, like, God is like, no, no, no. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're superior to me because no man is superior to me. But I've ordained and given them knowledge and wisdom and insight on what it takes to help you to get better. To help find your purpose. To help find your reasoning why you should be here. 
Remember, the curses and addictions that you face don't always come for your child. Mm. That's the that's a, that's a huge truth. What I deal with, the depression I may face, the 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 inconsistency I may face, those things that I may face, God is in heaven. Like you know what, your daughter not gonna face that. She may be given her own list of things, but you know what? I'm equipping you in this season to help your daughter take on anything that she's going to deal with head on. Not only is your wife equipping herself because she's doing an amazing job, but you, the man, the head of the house, the one that carries a burden, you need to prepare yourself so that when she gets to an age or when he gets to a certain age, they're able to fall back on you. You're not there just to yell at them, berate them, put them down. You're not there to tell them, listen, I'm going to tell you what to do. You do it. No, because they're their own human. They're their own individual. They're their own adult. You have to let them, you have to let them, you have to let them go. And the crazy thing is, as they enter adulthood, you have to let them crawl before they can walk. Just like you did. Just like you did the purpose of positive repetition. So what do you do? You develop that plan. You develop a plan of consistency. You set goals. And at the end of the the day, you sit down and you say, you know what? When I hit my goals, I'm going to go celebrate. I'm going to celebrate myself because of the hard work that I put in, because of the countless repetitions of consistency that I put in throughout the daily basis. It's just not... And you know the biggest thing that I've learned and I continue to learn each and every day God, Jesus, thank you. Things do not turn around in your life. They do not turn around in your life for the better just because you're consistent one week. They do not get better just because you do it two weeks, three weeks. It gets better because you do it every single day. No matter how hard life gets, no matter if your kid is yelling to the top of the roof, no matter if they disobedient, they disobeying you, same thing each and every day. God, thank you for showing me that because that's something that that I need to hear for myself for me to speak out. Y'all, this podcast is an outlet for me truly to hear, you know, to just to just to rehear myself. You know, it's just a man because that is true. No matter what comes your way, You should have done the repetition so many times that something that's something that's uh, annoying to you shouldn't even annoy you. Shouldn't even get on your nerves. You should be so consistent that mm, that nothing gets on your nerves. You should be, you should be happy and jolly all day. <laughs> Picking up the ball requires positive repetitions, consistency, truly giving it all to God. Truly putting yourself out there to depend on him. When you put yourself in that realm and you put it in God's hands, each and every rip you take, it's going to get easier and easier. Each and every step and each and every day you live and breathe. You're going to have hard days, but you give it to God, trust me. You give it to the best person. Picking up the ball is positive. 
when you do the reps over and over again and you value yourself and you keep the promises and the commitments that you've made to other people because you're consistent, because you're driven, and truly because you have the power of God with you. I'll be back. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you have any questions, suggestions, or generational nuggets, please comment on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, or Apple, and I'll address them throughout the week and in future episodes. Thank you all for giving me the opportunity to take that little break. Again, thank you guys for tuning in to Above and Beyond, the power of repetition. Negative repetitions will not get you anywhere. It will push the gap wider and wider with you, your spouse, your friends, your family. You will be more untrustworthy. You will will be the cause of a lot of broken relationships in the future. The curse continues because you chose not to pick the ball up. You chose to continue to make the same mistake over and over and over again. Now your children's children suffer. Pick up the ball. Develop a plan of consistency. And most importantly, lean on God. Trust in him to know that he got you, your child, their children, your children's children and beyond, that he's got each of your relationships. No matter how many times you've apologized, repeated the same thing over and over again, that he's got you. That he's softening that individual's heart, that he's softening that 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 couple or that or that or that team's heart. Like he's he's softening those things for you to go back in and be the better man. Therefore when you pick that ball up, you don't drop it again. You be a man of your word. You be consistent and you walk in it. Even though you failed on one day, you do not take that. You take it with a grain of salt and you get your behind back up and you keep pushing. You keep moving forward no matter what. You don't look behind. You look forward because that's where God is calling you. It's forward, not behind you. He's cleaning it up. He's the Swiffer. Remember that. Dear God, we come to you today as humble as we know how. Thanking you for the many opportunities that you provide us, the the grace that we are so undeserving of and the mercy that we're so undeserving of. But God, we thank you for giving that to us. God, I pray that after today's episode that I can take this back and I can write it on my board to go above and beyond. And remember, through the power of repetition, building consistency, that I can do all things through you, with you, by you, under you, with you over me. God, that those listening to me can do the exact same thing, that addictions can be broken, that curses can be reversed, that relationships can be restored. God, we give it all to you. God, we give you our our past, our present, And most importantly, our future. God, give us the wisdom and the knowledge to know 
that the power of repetition, the power of repetition, Father, positive repetition can break generational curses. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.